Hello, and welcome to Where the Wild Things Grow. This is your host, Samantha Smith, Master Certified Life Coach and owner of Sacred Blue Transitions. I hope that everyone's having a wonderful week. Um, I know that there's a lot of planetary shifts happening right now, a lot of movement in the cosmos, so a lot of people are feeling this energetic shift. I know some people are really feeling powerful, they're really feeling confident and strong, myself being one of those people. Um, And then some people are like, man, I am fucking exhausted. Like, I am just so tired. So hopefully you're one of those people who are feeling powerful and strong and confident. Um, And if you're not and you're feeling exhausted and drained, I hope that you are showing yourself some extra love, uh, dabbling into some self-care, you know, treat yourself. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so... um, Today's episode, uh, I'm going to touch base on some Norse mythology a little bit and talk about uh, fear-based thought processes. So I'm just going to kind of dive right in and uh, y'all buckle up. So in Norse mythology, there is a story or a prophecy rather of a great battle that would bring about the destruction of the cosmos and the gods. It is referred to as Ragnarok. A major storyline within the prophecy is that of the giant wolf Fenrir, who happened to be the son of the trickster god Loki and the giantess Angraboda. Now, as the story goes on, the Norse gods, also known as the Asir, raised Fenrir themselves. They did their best to kind of keep him under control to prevent him from causing trouble throughout the nine worlds and blah, blah, blah. However, the gods became super troubled by Fenrir's size and strength. Like, they knew that he, uh, or (laughs) they knew as he grew from a cub to an adult that he could easily fucking overpower them if he chose to. Like, this guy went from like a miniature Yorkie to the size of a horse in a day and then just kept fucking growing. Like he became this huge fucking wolf, right? And so the troubled gods made the decision to basically have Fenrir chained up in isolation because they were fucking scared. And so being a cub, of course, Fenrir enjoyed sports and games and you know, he would he would showcase his strength, you know, kind of showboat and show off for the gods or other people who were watching. And so the gods, knowing this about him, kind of took advantage of that. They said, hey, let us test your strength and see just how strong you actually are. We're going to bind you with different things and you try to break free. Cool. OK, cool. And so Fenrir, of course, was like, yeah, OK, totally like. I'm a fucking giant wolf and I'm strong as shit. Like, let's get it. Challenge accepted. And so the first chain that the gods wrapped around Fenrir broke almost instantly. The second binding lasted a little bit longer, but was like still no match for the giant wolf. So Odin, the chief of the gods, sent word to a community of dark dwarves that lived underground. And they were like master craftsmen of sorts or some shit. So Odin basically asked the dwarves to create a chain strong enough to hold the wolf. And, you know, of course, the dwarves agreed to help and constructed this this quote unquote chain. But it was more of it wasn't so much a chain. It was almost like 
a, a ribbon-like binding, and it was made from six impossible ingredients, which I'm not going to get into. You can Google that. <laughs> but um, when the gods brought the binding to Fenrir, he became a little suspicious because he's like, hmm, okay, you had this specially crafted, and it doesn't look like a normal chain. This is some extra special ribbon-like binding. Okay, super sus. But anyway... um. He was unsure if he could break free from the binding because he's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm dealing with. So he asked for a show of good faith, like to ensure that the gods would not leave him chained up. He asked that one of them put their hand in his mouth. Should they refuse to free him? Well, you know, (laughs) goodbye hand. So one of the gods stepped forward and volunteered his hand as tribute knowing the truth of the god's plans like he knew that they were going to chain Fenrir up and leave that motherfucker there and he was still like god damn it all right I'll stick my hand in your mouth I just yeet my hand into the fucking abyss I guess um so because of this gesture Fenrir allowed the binding to be placed on him and he tried with all of his might to break free but the giant wolf was trapped And realizing in that moment that the gods had tricked him, he became angry and bit off the hand of the god who volunteered it as good faith. And in that same moment, the other gods attached the binding to a nearby rock. Fenrir howled loudly out of rage, and uh, to shut him up, the gods drove a sword through his mouth, causing his jaws to be lodged open. Uh, Then the gods left him there. They literally chained him up, chained him to a rock in isolation, drove a sword through his fucking head, lodged his mouth open, and then they left him. Um, And at that point, Fenrir was basically forced to live in isolation, bound to a rock with a sword, lodging his mouth open until Ragnarok. And, uh, you know, it's said that Ragnarok, or during Ragnarok, Fenrir obtains his freedom The earth shakes and some shit comes loose and he breaks free. And uh, with his jaws lodged open, he devours everything in his path from the ground to the sky. Because that's how big he was. And uh, he ends up killing the chief of the gods, Odin, the Allfather, for having him bound. (laughs) And, uh, you know, of course, historically, you know, when people hear this story or when people tell this story... Fenrir is kind of viewed as like an evil-mannered wolf who causes nothing but destruction. Uh, In this story, he is always the villain, and the gods are heroes at first, and then victims to Ragnarok. But you know what? I've been thinking about this story for months now, like literal months, mulling it over in my mind, running through it again and again, because I feel like I had missed something. And then one day, one day it fucking hit me. Almost everyone interprets the story just as I described it to you. But I have a much different perspective. And this is my opinion, of course. But my takeaway from the story was not Fenrir equals bad wolf and gods equal good warriors. I believe that the gods themselves kind of uh, sealed their own fate and brought on Ragnarok with their fear-based thought process. They were afraid of a giant wolf and what he could do, not what he was doing, 
but what he could potentially do. So they betrayed his trust and chained him up. They essentially set the wheels in motion. Like instead of being fearful, had they just shown Fenrir love and compassion? Had they just treated the situation with love and compassion? It could have turned the tides. Instead of destroying almost everything and killing the Allfather Odin, Fenrir could have fought alongside the gods during Ragnarok. He could have been the protector of the Nine Worlds. And so, in my very strong belief, (laughs) um, I believe, essentially, that it is the same fear-based thought process that blocks our own blessings. The same fear-based thought process that prevents us from manifesting what we need and or want properly. If we continue to live in fear of what could go wrong, if we continue to catastrophize, we will surely meet the same fate as the gods. Ragnarok will surely come for us too. We have to let go. We must let go of the fear that is preventing us from fucking evolving. So to all of you listeners out there, I really want you to think about what it is that you're trying to manifest, what it what what it is that you're you're thinking about constantly because if you're if 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 you're trying to set intentions but you have doubt in the back of your mind or you're like, "Oh man, this is just this is just too good to be fucking true." Like that is a fear-based thought process and you could be blocking your own fucking blessings, dude. Like you have to let go. Let go of control. Let go of the fear. Let go of all the shit that is not fucking serving your higher self and your soul's purpose. You gotta fucking let it go. Seriously. You have to have a pure heart, pure intentions. Like, your mind has to be clear and free of the fucking bag, of the binding, dude. The literal binding. Like... You're, you're binding yourself without even realizing it. Like, you, you need to release yourself from the fucking binding. Treat yourself. Treat other people. Treat every situation that you fucking encounter with love and compassion, with pure intentions. And I, I shit you not, your luck will change. And I say luck with, with air quotes. You can't see the air quotes, but seriously, it, it'll change your fucking life. I, I promise you promise you so just really think about fear-based thought processes and and what could be holding you back moving forward okay let that shit go let it the fuck go and uh yeah that's kind of uh all i have to say about that so i hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast episode i know it's kind of short um but hopefully all of you took something away from it um hopefully you have all learned something here and if you have any questions or concerns or comments or anything i mean just reach out reach out to me um my contact information can be found on my website sacredbluetransitions.com uh, there you can also find, you know, all of the services that I offer as well as pricing, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. 
do not hesitate. I am literally here for you to help you. So, um, yeah, I hope that everyone enjoys their weekend. I will, I guess, talk to you guys next month. Um, you know, unless I'm feeling kind of generous and then I may or may not drop another podcast episode sometime this month. Who knows? We'll see. Um, keep your ears open. Keep well, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, love and light to all of you, and uh, I'll see y'all around. Bye.